All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Of Like Minds podcast. I have a super special guest in today, med student at Toro University, Nevada, family medicine resident at Kaiser in Orange County, graduated from UCLA, biggest Laker fan, Raymar Baeza. Thank you so much for coming on today to the show. Appreciate it, man. Of course, man. Been looking forward to this, man. Same. And, and you know, Raymar, it's, it's funny how I kind of like to start with usually you know how you grew up or, or this and that but with you it's funny how uh you and i met and just letting the audience know i remember it was in the uh john wooden center for those that are listening to yeah me. we're playing it's yeah the basketball courts at ucla we both went to ucla and i remember <clears throat> i still remember to this day it hurts me i'm gonna i'm gonna do one of those admitting but i remember <laughs> you were not my man Someone was giving you space on the right, on the left wing. Someone gave you space. I closed out. Now, keep in mind, people, we're talking basketball. So I'm closing out now. Don't know. Raymar is a fucking shooter. I didn't know this, though, but I was just mad because this man was just open. I was like, yo, who? It's game point, too. So they, like, yeah, the next, well, literally the next score that, the, that his <clears throat> was going to make was going to be game. I closed out, and I ran as fucking far as I could, got under him. <laughs> motherfucker falls of course he falls on my fucking foot and he sprains his ankle drills the fucking game winning thing in my face best part more disrespectful and then this is how best we part. fucking met <laughs> so that was my karma so oh, if you damn. play basketball don't be dirty i was mad not gonna lie i was gonna mad but fucking drained in my face and for some reason we just decided oh, good. to stay friends so there, there's there's many more basketball stories coming in this episode y'all but that's that's, that's how Raymar and i met and it's just yeah i know i forgot about that <laughs> bro, there's so many so many stories with basketball with, with you Raymar. um and, and i wanted to kind of get into it I, I know that's played a huge role in your life obviously you're a laker fan you've 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 played you played a lot in college you still do uh, if you can just talk yeah. about like just how you kind of started in basketball, like like the role that played, you know, the super prevalent in middle school, high school. You, you were basically Allen yeah. Iverson. You were like a two. St- I know you were telling me the stories <laughs> about you being a beast at, at, at football too, or flag football. If you could just tell yeah. us the things of basketball for you. <clears throat> Dang man, getting started with it. I honestly don't even remember like clearly like how like me and like my brother started playing basketball like I just remember being like our parents signing us up for NJV like the national junior basketball and like we were in like first grade and then like literally just like every year since we, we every year we would just we, we would always just go back to playing NJV and stuff and it's just been it's just been constant ever since man like I did I did it in like elementary school did it in mid, middle school so we did like NJV until eighth grade but we also played for our schools too so it's like just playing basketball like both ways like that and then high school I played in high school yeah. up until junior year before I tore my ACL and I didn't play mm-hmm. senior year yeah and then college was just like I mean like it was just a part of me so like I just had to like keep continuing it and like honestly like I learned I've learned like so much just from like playing basketball like just mm-hmm. you know like I, I a lot of my application process for like medical school like mm-hmm. for residency interviews I actually talked a lot about basketball and just mm. because like like how it's shaped me and how it's helped me be and how it's helped me become like a good medical student and a good like how it's going to help me become a good doctor because I feel like anyone who's like going to any profession like for me like going into 
into the field of medicine, like whatever your best, your like favorite hobbies are, there's, there's, there's a reason why they're your favorite hobbies. And there's, mm. there's like characteristics you put into those hobbies that are a part of you and that will help you pursue whatever you want to do. Like, so for me, like just being like, like, like I, I, I talked about this in my interviews, like being a point guard and how you have to like, kind of like know everyone's roles. You have to know everyone's like strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And you're in charge of like, you're kind of like, you have to like lead the team and, and you're like in charge of like keeping morale up and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That a lot of that goes into being like a primary care physician, which is what I'm going to do as a primary care physician. I'm going to have to like, you know, know like diff- the different like strengths of like my colleagues. So I know who to refer to for like certain problems. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to know how to communicate with different, like just different other different providers, whether it's like nurses, medical assistants, physical therapists, like stuff like that. And like, in, like the whole, like keeping morale up, you're going to have to, you're going to have to talk to like the patient's families and be and, like, yeah. be like, Oh, and like, just like, you know, things are going to be okay. This is what we're doing and stuff like that. So I talked a lot about, about how basketball shaped me in my, like in my residency interviews. And, you know, like, it's just, it's just been a part of me. So like, it was just natural to talk about, like, well, it wasn't like, it wasn't hard at all to talk about that. So yeah, man. I bet, and, and and I know that there's a lot of translation in terms of you know the, the 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 player you are in the court in terms of now going into the medical field. I mean, if you can just take us through, you know, for those that may have not experienced being in organized sports, maybe you know, kind of just giving us more like what that kind of developed in terms of you know you learning at a young age X, Y, and Z these yeah. kinds of characteristics or like skill sets that are eventually that are obviously playing a huge role into who you are today. If you can just maybe share with us like what you learned and how you learned them uh, in terms of through basketball. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I feel like the first thing that like, I think like a big reason why parents put their kids into organized sports as a, when they're young is just to like learn structure and just have to learn, like how to like, you know, give respect and also earn respect and stuff like that. So that was a big part of me of how, like, just like, how I treat people nowadays like I learned yeah. that at a young age because I was like involved in like all these different sports like I had to you know listen to my coaches listen to my teammates and it helped me become just a better communicator whether it's like me talking to them or also me listening to people around me because you're gonna have to listen to your coaches you're gonna have to listen to your teammates if you want to you know if you want to succeed so like it helps like in real life you know like just like whether it's your relationship whether it's your career you have to listen to different people and you also have to be willing to give your opinion as well so like yeah I learned all of that through you know through sports and I feel like it definitely made me like a bit it definitely helped helped me develop leadership qualities like I said like you know since I was a point guard like I had to like be in charge of like leading the team and really like maintaining helping maintain morale and stuff like that so like if like if someone asks me like in like these residency interviews that like oh do you see yourself as more of a leader or a follower I was like right away as like I see myself more as a leader like I've had Mm -hmm. so many of these experiences where you know I was a team captain I was a point guard and then like also just like with cultural night stuff I have so many Mm -hmm. experience so much experience like leading and like kind of just like gathering a group of people to like work towards a common goal that it's just natural for me now and just being in organized sports really just really helped me with that like it taught me like so many leadership qualities also taught me how to be resilient you know like mm-hmm. i having to do deal with all these fucking injuries like wow. <laughs> was, yeah. like dude like i oh my god like i hated it i just hated injuries because i loved playing so much and that like yeah. 
and just like the fact that I never got to play varsity in high school because I like tore my ACL mm. and just and stuff like that like it teaches you to be resilient and so like you know like if you have like a problem if you're going through something like to just like instead of dwelling on it really just take like try and learn something from it so that you don't go through that again later on yeah so it, yeah dude it's just taught me so much and like I can attribute a lot to who I am today thanks to like sports and basketball football all of it <clears throat> Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and another one of those basketball stories, but I remember we, this is one of them. It was in college. It was also at the wooden center. And I remember, I don't know why I remember these things so vividly, but I remember <laughs> we, we were, uh, I don't even remember if we're on the same team, but I just remember we were backtracking on defense and I remember you had twisted. And I remember you literally, I don't know if it was your MCL or your ACL, but you tore something. And like I was there, like I was yeah. also on the court for that. And if you can yeah. maybe just give a little bit of um, into insight as to like, one, what it's like to sustain like a serious injury like that, but two, even just mm-hmm. mentally recovering and then doing that multiple times because you've suffered multiple, um, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong, multiple ACL injuries. So if you can just kind of take us yeah. through what it's like, what it's like recovering and then like having to go through that again, where you're just like, I just, yeah. Yeah. This. yeah so like I've torn both my ACLs, one on each side. Uh, yeah, I know. And then even <laughs> before that, like, even before that, I even like, like suffered, like I like sprained my knee, hyperextended it one time mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like, I mean, it sucks, obviously. Like at first you're just like, cause like for me in college, I used to play, like, I used to play a lot, mm-hmm. like during all, any downtime I had, yeah. Like I would even skip class just to like go play ball <laughs> with like with some people if I knew they were playing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I just loved to play and like I contribute to how like who I am today just because I I played a lot and just mm. to like go through those injuries and like and like having to like go through the recovery time. It you know it takes a toll on you at first, but like just because I've done I've had like a lot of different injuries, you kind of just have to like kind of like just take the little things and like like instead of trying to look immediately towards like how can I get back on the court you kind of just have to do like little like kind of kind of try to achieve little goals instead of trying to get to that big one like right away Mm. like for me like when I had my second ACL surgery like I remember going through physical therapy again like I fucking hated physical therapy just because it's like it's just annoying you know like you don't (laughs) feel you don't feel as strong We got to pause on you right here, Raymar. You pause. So do what you got to do. This is so funny. You're like frozen. You're like, I would try and like, wait, go, 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 go back, Raymar. Go back. You frozen. You were like, <laughs> oh, shit. My <laughs> bad. Last, dude. No, no, you're good. You're good. The last thing it will. Uh, and don't worry, I'll, I'll fix this. But last thing we heard was yeah. uh, you hated physical therapy. You're just like, you didn't feel as strong. It was just annoying as hell. What else is there? Okay. All right. The internet, uh, am I good right now? Yeah, you're good. You're good. All right. So yeah, I hated physical therapy just because like, you know, like it's annoying and you don't, you're not, you know, you're not strong at that point. Right. You're not at your full strength and you see other people who are like around you that are like further along than you. Mm. So it's like, it brings you down a little bit, but then like, for me, instead of trying to like, trying to like figure out like when I could just like go back on the court, I would just try and like, whenever my, my PT, my physical therapist would give me a goal, I would just try and like accomplish that sooner than when he expected, mm. you know, like, like for me, I specifically remember like, there's just like, so like your knees, like they move like this, right. It's like, yeah. it's like flexion and extension. Mm-hmm. And then you need to like, like he wanted me to be at like a certain like flexion level mm-hmm. by like, you know, like a week 
like a week from now. Yeah. So for me, after even after doing physical therapy during the day, I would go I would go back home and like and like still try and like work on my leg mobility so I could achieve yeah. that like that that goal even sooner. And I actually achieved that goal like instead of a week from now, I achieved it in like two days. And then my mm. physical therapist was like was like, "Yo, you need to slow down a little bit. Like we don't want you to like <laughs> you know you're like like yeah. I, I I get your motivation right now, but like you need to slow down a little bit so you don't like you know overwork yourself. So like for yeah. me, it was just like focusing on those little goals. It kind of just it keeps you like determined and keeps you motivated um just focusing on the little goals and then eventually you'll get to the you know the big the big picture goal that you eventually be back on the court mm-hmm. and i each time i definitely came back like sooner than i was supposed to yeah like, you know what? <laughs> it's all good <laughs> I, know, I know typical recovery time is what they use is like nine to twelve months in terms so of like turning for, ACL, right? yeah for a tardy acl it's like I think my first one, I, I was able to, the, my first one, I took, it took me like a year. I was just like in high school and oh like, God. Yeah. yeah, I was just like busy with like so much stuff that like, yeah, it took me like a year. And usually it's like, they, they give you the time frame like six to 12 months. Some people come back within like six months and it's just like, <sighs> that's insane. Yeah. So like, I think the second time I, I was more around like eight, like eight months kind of. Mm-hmm. But like I hadn't even gotten clearance yet from my like physical therapist. But I was just like, yeah. <laughs> but I was still careful, you know, I knew my limits <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with that. So, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember you were always still down to play. I'm like, bro, did you get cleared yet? You're like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think just that pass my, me the ball. I just, right. <laughs> I think that you, Raymar, I, I know that, you know, you with basketball playing such a significant role in your <clears> life <throat> and in terms of doing it and even enjoying and watching the game. Uh, I know a big thing was when we, you know, when you enjoy or doing something like you, you tend to look at people that also do that as well. And I don't know if you can maybe just provide, you know, some maybe players um, in any era or even any league that just like really, I would say you really embodied or you really just enjoyed their gameplay, their mentality, the way they carry themselves, yeah. whatever it is, like maybe some of your, maybe some of your biggest influences in terms of basketball uh, figures. Yeah. Well, I mean, for basketball, obviously, dude, like, come on. Like, <laughs> Kobe was, like, just the, like, obviously being a Laker fan, mm. like, just being, like, his biggest fan, like, growing up, like, I looked up to him so much, and just with, like, just for him, and just his, like, mentality, his, like, just, like, his, how aggressive he was, how he didn't take shit from anybody, and he went through the same thing. He had, like, how many injuries, like, serious injuries, and he would always come, he would always come, he would always, like, destroy the, like, timetable, like, yeah. coming back, and, like, he, probably that's probably the biggest thing that I learned from him was just how to be resilient how to just like you know like suffer through like some pain and just like kind of just if you like your team needs you or if you really want to do something you know like just you'll put your all into it and like don't let whatever is like holding you back like these injuries like really like hinder you from trying to achieve it yeah and you know just and just with like with him it's like people don't realize that like I mean he was like also like a good he was people know him as like you know a great scorer and like super aggressive and everything but dude was crazy on defense like for me when it comes to basketball my favorite players have to be good on both offense and yes because mm-hmm. like people don't people don't pay attention to the defensive side of the ball as much yeah. as they should and like for me when i play like like before like you know like my knees started breaking down on me i was like i was like known for like being better on defense than i was on mm-hmm. offense like growing up yeah so like 
you know, like I used to take for like when I was in, like just in like middle school, high school, I used to like take pride and like, you know, trying to guard like the other team's point guard and like, yeah, like the best. I remember the best feeling was like forcing like a point guard into like a 10 second violation. The best, <laughs> like, <laughs> best feeling in the world, dude. Full <laughs> like, court press. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> so like, yeah, like just how tenacious he was like on both sides mm. of the ball was just like so inspiring. And then like, I mean, even like other like, let's see, like, I mean, like other sports figures like recently i really got into soccer like yeah, in yeah. the past like five years and like mm-hmm. just watching um Lionel messi on barcelona like mm. oh my god dude dude is unbelievable like because <laughs> yeah. he so there's stats right so he of any soccer player he walks the most out of any soccer player on the explain, field. explain what a walk is to, to just like you have to, like no like he he's literally walking like how many steps you're walking versus running and like yet he walks the most because soccer is like huge field right you have to be running everywhere yeah dude walks the most but still has always has the most goals the most assists in like the league and it's just like it's like mind-blowing just like how like how he knows like when to conserve his energy and also how he knows like Mm -hmm. when to like really turn it up yeah he like sees he and like just the passes he does he like sees things like like way ahead of way ahead of time yeah like the way that he like passes the ball through like a whole defense just to like give it to his teammate it's like oh my god dude it's like <laughs> it's fucking crazy and like just yeah. him with his like just how to how efficient he is because dude walks more than any soccer player in the world but he okay, still scores more yeah he still scores more and he also has a lot of he also averages like the most assists like in a season so he's like a goal scorer and so he's like a he's pretty much he's like he's like the scorer of a basketball team, but he's also the point guard. Like he like distributes, but he also scores the most. Like oh my god, dude! And he's dude, small he's, too. He's, he's dude. Yeah, he's small, like but... he's probably like he's probably shorter than you. He's probably like five <laughs> yeah, nine, five eight. Relative five, in nine, sports, like, he's he's bro, smaller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude! He's like fucking amazing. What so, about what about yeah. people? What about a, a an athlete <clears> that, that played your position? So point guard, if you were to you know. say one or a few even Uh, i mean growing up like my growing up my favorite point guard was was chris paul Mm -hmm. like he he just knows how to like control the pace of the game like i kind of like watching the watching the ucla games like the you know our point guard i fucking love him tiger his name is tiger campbell yeah like he kind of reminds me of chris paul a little bit where like he's you know Mm. he's not he's not really the best scorer yeah. But like dude just knows how to control the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's like like he knows when to run it. He knows when to, you know, slow it down and run your sets. And to me that that shows you that he knows like who's on the court both both on your on his team and also on the other team. Yeah. And like he knows like when to run. He knows the strengths and weaknesses of all his teammates. He even knows yeah. the strengths and weaknesses of the opponents. Mm. And like so like he could score the ball when he wants to. But He's like a great distributor of the ball. He's great on defense. He he he's he, the one thing I liked about him. He's not afraid to like you know get into it a little bit with people and like hey. cause a little like you know cause a little controversy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like yeah. getting getting people trying to get people's heads because I'm kind of like that too when I play. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he he was definitely like my favorite point guard. You know, and he's dude's killing it still like he's like he, like last year he was on okc freaking brought the no one thought they were going to make the playoffs he freaking mm. brought them to the playoffs they almost now with beat, the suns yeah now, now he's killing it with the suns they're like Flip what like sec, yeah they're like 
fucking like second place right now in the West. Like what? <laughs> that man's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I hope like, even though like he's like, he could be a little annoying to people sometimes, but like that's, that's also like kind of like why I like him. Yeah. So yeah. I hope he gets a ring somewhere someday. <laughs> right. You know, he signs with the Lakers and doesn't get nicks this time or whatever. Oh, fuck. God damn. <laughs> I still remember that day. Dude. 20, oh. <laughs> we were freshmen in college, dude. We were freshmen. That was 2011. Oh, my. Yeah, dude. I remember I like when I like when the news broke that Chris Paul got traded to the Lakers. I was just like, fuck yeah. I was like super excited. And then I just started doing homework or something. And then I went to go take a shower. And like two hours later, <laughs> yeah, the, I, after I got out of the shower, they fucking like say they like vetoed the train. I'm like, what the fuck? This was like just like an hour ago. What the hell happened? <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I really have a good, I have a strong feeling, especially because I was the 2011, 2012 season. Like they had a good shot to, to, Bruh, they the, would to have. Three, yeah. especially with, because I think they still retained bind them like i think they just gave up Gasol oh yeah and was, Odom. so they had yeah. they had the big they had Kobe. they had bind was killing it it was killing it back then too, that year so. yes oh my yeah i i still there's like all these like memes it's just like yeah what would happen girl, like, <laughs> no this is this girl i follow on tiktok and she's like y'all allowed this and it shows like the brooklyn shit she's like oh but not this. like it shows the miami heat like the super team and it's like yeah. but y'all didn't allow chris paul to... and it's so <laughs> fucking facts it's so true and people don't understand that like bro that would have been that would have been a wrap, in uh, my opinion. Been, my like opinion. prime, prime Kobe and prime Chris Paul together, dude. Uh, yeah. Now Kobe. we just gotta live in the the what if, but you know, here we mm. are. We'll we'll see. Now we are almost we're a few, a couple months away from from the playoffs, and we're now gonna go transition yeah. to kind of just uh, NBA. But what is your what is your take in terms of what the season's looking like right now in terms of the league? Uh, there's a lot of injuries to a lot of key players on, on yeah. a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, what 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 are you feeling this year? What do you, what are you feeling this year in terms of just like what do you think is going to happen if you had to project? Yeah. I mean, like it is kind of tough to say right now just because there's so many injuries. Like like Lakers obviously haven't had LeBron and AD for a while. Fucking yeah. Drummond lost his toenail the other day. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? God damn it, Drummond! Right. <laughs> Everyone's super excited about him and fucking right. loses his toenail and then like Brooklyn I think KD's coming back today actually I got like a okay. notification oh yeah, shit. So he's out for like 20 he's out for like 25 games though I was just like damn and they're still first because of fucking Harden and Irving and, and everyone right yes. but <laughs> right but like honestly like I feel like because and then like Embiid was like out for forever like he because was. there's been so many injuries like I feel like come playoff time it's going to be like it's going to be like a toss up. Like everyone's saying like, obviously before the season started, like Lakers were the favorites. And then like throughout the yeah. year, like um, Philly was looking good. And then Brooklyn added all these pieces, but Brooklyn's not even like all together yet. So it's like, I yeah. feel like continuity and chemistry is so important of course. in the playoffs. Like look what happened to the Clippers last year. They fucking did all their yeah. managing shit and they lost. But like, so yeah. this year I noticed that like, they don't do it as much anymore. Like they don't, they're not doing as much of the load managing shit. Mm-hmm. so it's like just with like how injuries are going like when everyone comes back it's going to be interesting to see how everyone plays together on like you know the lakers the nets the clippers because yeah. like all of and the sixers like all of them have they haven't been together all year so hopefully everyone's healthy by playoff time and it should be it should be it should be a good playoffs because like the fucking jazz and Suns came out of nowhere and are yeah two now and then like in the West is just crazy. Like, the, like so one team, like some teams are going to be like, like in the first round, 
it's going to be like wild. a fucking bloodbath. It's like be, yeah. a three versus six matchup and four versus five matchup in West Insane. is just going to be like, like Lakers might play the Clippers in the first round for God's sakes. Like yeah. just the way things are going. Well, like, if, uh, if I had dude, to, if I had to, if I had to push you and say, all right, you got to choose, you got to choose your conference finals for both the East and the West. That's going to eliminate some, some, uh, some, yeah. I know there's a lot of there's been a lot of key moves. I've been like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I think the Nuggets picking up Gordon and, and McGee. Yo, they huge. look good. I mean, they, they look just, so good. I mean, there's I mean, the Nuggets are just obviously the Lakers, they're gonna be there, they're gonna yeah. be in that contention. But I mean, yeah. the Nuggets making some big moves with that, right? Bro, the Nuggets, the Nuggets look good, right? That was that, that was cool. Not gonna lie, I mean, I'm not I'm not the biggest Bucks fan, but like I was super happy, especially as a fellow Bruin, seeing Drew, Drew Holiday. Holiday. He's but, killing it, man. Yes, I, bro, He's Drew Holiday, like, I, I've been telling. <laughs> just, he is – I mean, there's there's a lot of – I mean, that's going to throw some teams out there. But if you had to say yeah. conference finals, you had to predict who's going to make it some conference finals, East and West, right now, given everything, and then yeah. give me your winners, and then give me that NBA finals, and, and then uh, we'll see if we can go to that prediction as well. So conference finals. Shit. In the East, I'm going – um nets and bucks okay dang it's like i'm like i don't know who would win in that series because like milwaukee's like their whole thing in the playoffs is that like Giannis can't close right so it's like but the fact that because the reason why he can't close is because he can't shoot right (laughs) and the fact that they added drew holiday who's like someone who could create his own like to create his own shot off the dribble and stuff yeah. like that's exactly what they needed in the playoffs and like they're not as yeah. deep as they were last year yeah but like sometimes like in the playoffs like sometimes depth doesn't matter you just play like your fucking best five people like most of the time anyway yeah so like i think i think that i think the i think the bucks could clip the nets honestly Ooh, just with the, just, okay. with, just with just with like, like the nets like, like not just with the nets not having like that continuity like i th- like and they're gonna like the whole thing with the Nets is they're just gonna try and outscore you. They suck on defense, <laughs> terrible on defense. But they're just gonna outscore you every day. Yeah, they're just but like I think I think I think the I think the Bucks could, could clip them. I think they I think they could get them. I like in that. Seven. I think okay. I'm gonna be rooting for them. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, especially with Drew Holiday on that uh, on that squad. Oh hell yeah, yeah. I love that. And then okay. in the West, oh man, dude, the West. I still think if if Lakers are healthy, I, I don't think anyone could beat them if they are healthy. Mm-hmm. That's a big if though, because like LeBron and proje- AD, projections, yeah. So like whatever, yeah, like you know, Lakers, with, so with the injury, I go Lakers. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I, I think they might play the Nuggets again because the Nuggets look so good right now. And I would have said the Clippers, but like. I'm not okay. I'm not the biggest believer in the Jazz and Suns. Like I know they're killing it during the regular season, but yeah, they no. just haven't they haven't done it in the playoffs yet. So yep. like I can't I can't Agreed. I can't I can't like believe in them that much. Agreed. The Clippers. I'm not. I wasn't the biggest fan of the whole um, how they traded Lou Will away for for Rondo, and like because it's like I love okay Rondo killed it like Rondo killed it for the Lakers last year. Yeah. Well, like. I've seen, I don't know if he's been injured this year or like, I just, I, ha- I don't know if he lost a step, mm. but he did ha- he hasn't looked like super good yet. I'm sure by the play, by playoffs time, obviously playoff play Rondo might show, <laughs> yeah. but like he could, he's going to, he's going to be their X factor for sure. Cause they lost yeah. blue will. So they lost mm. like one of the best scorers. Yep. They lost Montrez last year. Yep. Ibaka is like currently injured. So it's like, it's literally oh, that's just, right. that's right. That's right. It's literally right. just Kawhi and PG right now. 
like killing it for them. So like they need to get everyone back. And then if Rondo is like healthy and good, like he could be an X factor for them for sure. Cause he'll finally be able to just like set like Kawhi and PG up. Like, yeah. And yeah, like fuck Pat Bev. Like he'll just. just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so who's winning Lakers, that? Who's winning right? that? Who you think right now? If, if everyone's healthy, it's going to be, it's going to be Lakers and Bucks. The Lakers and Bucks. You, and the, the question is, do you think the Lakers are going to be healthy enough? That's the question. They, I think they will. They got, so I think it's going to like, I think they're going to have a slow start to the playoffs because everyone's coming back. You know how like last year, like we like long, we always lost like the first game and like we sucked <laughs> in the bubble. Playoffs. And then won like, the next four I think games. it's going to be like, yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be like that because everyone's still like coming back and then like, they're going to try and like acclimate to Drummond. Yeah. But, Cause he's like a new piece, but mm-hmm. if they figure it out, if anyone can figure it out, it's LeBron and AD. Of course. So I, I, I'm still confident. I'm so confident. That Absolutely. If, yeah, if they're healthy though, I yeah. think they will be though, because LeBron, they're gonna they're gonna sit them longer than, longer than usual probably. Of course, of course. So just just so they're healthy for the playoffs, because so, they just need to make the playoffs. Like home court that's advantage. That's a big question. Mean, that's a big question. Yeah. They'll make the playoffs. I just but like home court advantage doesn't mean shit in the playoffs because it's like barely like doesn't like, mean yeah. Doesn't yeah, mean it now. It depends on how many fans are allowed in like those places. So. All right, so I'm so confident. Bucks or Lakers? Lakers. Oh, come on. Please. <laughs> How many games? Six. <laughs> Lakers at six. We get there. When you get there, it's over. We get there, it's over. That's true. That's true. We get there. But we got to get through the West, though. Like, first round, even every round's going to be a struggle, I think. But I'm confident. Yeah. It's, if they're healthy. Yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> but I'm going to hold you to that. Raymar calls Lakers over Bucks and six. This is uh, April 7th, 2021. <laughs> right oh here. You heard it here first. <laughs> all, this, all this crazy shit happens. Like, that's not even the two teams are in the finals. I know. Goddamn. <laughs> well, I'm just glad you didn't say the Sixers because I've never been a fan of the Sixers. And fuck Dwayne. I just don't. It's like they're doing well this year. But, like, I, nah, I, I'm, not the, I'm not the biggest believer. Not the one. Not the one. Not the one. Not the one. Um, yeah. You know, another – Fun thing too, and you and I have played countless games at UCLA, Raymar. But I, I remember some of the best stuff. Some of my favorite stuff was actually post grad when we played IM together. And that, oh yeah, that, that year that Tough we one. the year that we won the we won. Was, I mean, I don't yeah. even remember who was on that. I mean, I think we had Francis and Mikey and Resty, but we had like an awesome collection of just like a bunch yeah. of wings. We're basically like, <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what that has a bunch of good wings right now like maybe the celtics yeah i think our, t- our tallest guy was sean <laughs> <laughs> when he would he, come he's, right? he, yeah but he's like doesn't even play big like he's like <laughs> and and you know what's funny is in terms of and you've probably experienced this many times but i think to win to win a championship in like an organized sports like that was the first like real one like let's be real like like an actual one and i don't know like yeah. that feeling of just like winning in, in the way that we did too because if you remember the team that we played smashed us earlier that season that i were and if they you did. remember this too they were trash talking bro they, I, were, yeah. they were trash talking and, i know i know, you know i know exactly time, what you're talking and about. at the time our girls were on on the <laughs> yeah. court side and i, I know exactly what you're talking about. them and i remember yeah. you and i just took that really really yeah all right bet like we we yeah. i remember we we lost by at least like 30 points we got oh yeah, yeah it was a blowout yeah <laughs> i remember I remember we we're like this shit happening today we wanted yeah. them <laughs> 
yeah. that's what made it so much sweeter too it was yes. just perfect it was like the team oh, we, I, I don't know if that i don't know if that ever like for you as as a competitor and you growing up in organized sports um that extra motivation that that can't ever be like written on paper like i don't even know like if that's ever played a factor in previous games or even if you can just maybe just talk about just like that extra motivation in anything i don't know if you've ever had experiences of just like no one else might understand it unless that they were in your shoes right had that in any sort of space whether you were doubted whether it was like getting into college or getting into med school or it was i don't know if there's if there's ever a time or something that you were (laughs) doubted that you were like I'm going to prove you wrong. And this is why, because I feel yeah. like you're so competitive and you're so like, you have a, such a strong will that yeah. you probably have some juicy stories in that, in that regard. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, so when you, when you play sports, right. Coaches always tell you like, Oh, like don't play with your emotions too much. Like, it'll mm. just like, I think that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> 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 okay. okay. I, I completely love that. play emotional. Like, yeah. like, especially when I play basketball, like it's just yeah. part of like, who I like who I am as a player like absolutely I will get into it with people I like I know <laughs> and like to me it's just one it makes it more fun for me mm-hmm. like you know like obviously I'm not trying to I'm not going to like make things like you know like dangerous or go too far like yeah. I know where I know when to like knock like what where the line is yeah and stuff like so like for me it just it just makes it more fun and like if like you're trash talking somebody like if you're just playing pickup at the gym and like they're like trash talking you you're just trash talking the whole game and then like you like make like a shot in their face or you like win this win the game um making all right all right all right (laughs) it just makes the validation so good yeah yeah but in terms of like real life stuff where that kind of like um played in i i mean like there's not too many because like i mean like I've been blessed with like the people around me that have, you know, believed in me. They always, ex- they expected a lot of me, but they, but there's a reason for that because like, you know, like a lot of people, you know, they expected me to like go to medical school just cause like I've been talking about it you know, yeah. for a long yeah. time. I've been working towards it. I've been mm-hmm. putting in the work in like high school, college and yeah. post-grad just to get in. So like there's, there wasn't really anybody who doubted me. The only thing I could think of is like when so like I actually applied to medical school twice. So the first year I applied, I I kind of like, I don't know why I applied the first time. Yeah. But it was kind of just like I had just tore, I had just got surgery for my ACL and like I was just bed bound and I was just like kind of looking up shit. I was like, ah, I, think I could like try it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I actually got an interview for one school mm-hmm. and they waitlisted they, they actually waitlisted me and I was like oh, okay if I could get a waitlist from this school, it was for Western at in Pomona mm. so that was like the school that I really wanted to go to just because yeah it was, it was still close to home yeah and so if I could get waitlisted now if I apply again and like really work on my personal statement and get better letters of rec like I think I could get into the school yeah and, and so I applied again the second round the next year I got an interview with them but they so the whole, it was like a whole weird thing where like Western, that school, they have a school in Southern California, but they also have a school in Oregon. Yeah. And so I actually got an interview from the Oregon school mm-hmm. first. Yeah. And I got in and because I got in, they give you like two weeks to like decide if you want to accept it. You have to put down $2,000. I remember. And there's like a, yeah, there's a thing that says like, oh, if you, if you, accept this offer from the Oregon school you're no longer 
um, in consideration for the for the SoCal school, which is, I thought was like the weirdest like thing yeah. ever. And I was just up. like, yeah, and I was just like, okay, like I'm not gonna say no right now. Yeah. And hopefully I get an interview from like the the, the SoCal school. Yeah. But it never came, and so I was just like, okay, I guess I have to accept this because it was the only it was the only school I had gotten into at that time. Yeah. And it's like it's not like I could just say no, you know. Yeah. So I was gonna so. I eventually came to terms with like not being able to go to that Western in SoCal. But then like literally like a month later, they send me an interview invite, like the SoCal Western school. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, maybe there's hope. Maybe there's like, no, like, mm-hmm. there's like, you know, there's, they don't really have that, like that clause or whatever, where like, if you go to the org, if you get accepted at the Oregon school, you can't be in consideration for the SoCal school. So I emailed them about it and they were like, oh, like, actually this was a mistake. Like we didn't mean to like send you this invite. And I just remember being like so mad and like so upset because like I even told Rachel about it and she yeah. like got super excited that I could possibly be like go- staying close to home for med school and Such stuff. Such a tease, and, yeah. Yeah, and I just remember like um, just being so mad about that and because it was a bummer. Like I was just like, okay, like when I told her I was going to Oregon, she, you know, it was like it was hard for her. Obviously, like Oregon's Funded, fucking like. Yeah so far away and like it was yeah. in the, that school was like in the middle of like butt fuck nowhere <laughs> and like damn so like yeah i wasn't really looking forward to going there but yeah. at that time that's like you know where i was that was the only place i got into and that's what it looked like i was going to go into but mm-hmm. you know like t- time passed i eventually got over it and then luckily i, I got off the wait list at toro nevada mm-hmm. where you know like i was just like okay this is way closer i liked the school better yeah I like school a lot better. It's like not in the middle of nowhere. It's near Vegas. There's stuff cool to do place. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. It's been awesome living here. And so like, like the, the things just everything worked out well, you know. Yeah. And just with like this whole the whole like motivation thing. Like I just, you know, like not there wasn't really a case where like every anyone doubted me. But I'm, I'm just a big believer and like you know everything works out for a reason and everything Absolutely. plays out for a certain reason. So you kind of just have to roll with the punches and eventually like you'll eventually get to where you if you keep working hard and you'll eventually get to like where you want to be so now i'm like i did four years here going back home mm-hmm. like i've always yeah. wanted so I'm, I'm excited man i'm excited absolutely i mean just like in the intro and you, you know basically being able to go back <laughs> home and i remember shout out to james you know our also former roommate yeah. And uh, yeah. he was kind of suggesting it'd be cool to get your perspective, you know, post finding out where residence residency is at. And I remember you when you two posted, um, especially um, seeing, you know, what you went through because I remember at the time you were, uh, where where were you working? You were don't tell. Me, oh my god, it starts with a it starts with a, you, where the hell were you? You're Burbank. You're working in Burbank. Mm-hmm. You're working, oh, Burbank, in, you're yeah. working in Burbank. And I remember, and I yeah. remember because, you know, for those that are familiar with, with the LA area, I mean, Burbank from where you live is, is it's, it's a trek. And I remember oh, it was cool. Yeah. So we, we just got, you know, just got even closer because you would stay over and we would just kick yeah, it. Yeah. And I remember yeah. even seeing you in that grind and to like, to see that for, you know, um, for a while. And then to like, yeah. just literally a week a couple weeks ago to seeing that you post that and share that on social media it was just like you know you when you see those things and you see like the end result it was just like it made me it really made me so happy and i was even telling i was even telling michelle i was like i feel like a i feel like a proud parent when i was like posting about you (laughs) i was posting old ass pictures and like and it was just i don't know it was just just incredible because you know when you see you know what someone goes through and you see that final breakthrough and like really being 
you know, the out, the ideal outcome. And because, you know, you and Rachel had been doing long distance for you know, yeah. what, four years. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of toll. Yeah. And like, I don't know, then just talking to y'all like off camera and you, y'all got a place. I'm like, dude, that's yeah, dude. so fucking yeah. tight. And, and honestly, I just want to take this time to just really just say congratulations and you fucking you, earned man. it. And I'm glad that Thank you're, you, you and James it. are back in Cali where you fucking belong. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> y'all had to leave a little bit for, know, you know, a- been a long time coming. Been a long yeah, time man. coming, but and I'm I, no, I'm super excited. How are you feeling? I mean, I feel like even though you are coming home, I feel like there is just you've gone so used to life being out of California, living the long distance relationship. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah. How do you what, what are your feelings coming back? Like, like what are your feelings coming back? And like, what do you think like adjusting to life being back in California is gonna be like? Right. Yeah, I mean, no, dude, I'm like, well, one, I'm super excited. Like <laughs> this pro- program that I got into was it's always been my number one program that ever since I started applying to yeah. residencies, it was at the top of my list. And yeah. to be able to like be like one of the eight people that they selected was like just like huge honor, huge accomplishment, and like super yeah. proud and like I'm excited to move back, you know, like. I know I, I I understand and realize that you know things are different. It's gonna be a little different coming back. Like yeah. I'm gonna to have to adjust to like you know like just being close to home again, yeah. seeing my parents more often. Like yeah, it's just a thing that I have to get used to. And then I you know like living with Rachel, um, and just you know like I'm I'm excited for all of that. Though at the same time you know like did I did build like you know a lot of good relationships and friendships here in Vegas that yeah. you know like most of them are most of them are staying here in Vegas. Some people are like going other places so it's like you know it's gonna suck to like to like leave because like these past four years have been really good like I think this was like the most like if I wasn't going to be in SoCal like this was the most ideal situation for me like yeah 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 being away from home like it really helped me grow and like learn to like you know be just be independent one um but also learning to like you know like how to how to do also still try and depend on like, you know, like Rachel and my family from far away, mm-hmm. like kind of yeah. try trying to figure out that balance yeah. and like going. So now just like going full fledged. So, you know, living with Rachel and then like being close to my parents again, to all my other family, like, you know, I do know that's going to, it's not going to be a, like a huge, super like easy transition just because like I did get used to like being independent here. Yeah, I, I do realize I have to like, you know, like switch up like the way I do things like me and Rachel have been talking about it a little bit already, like, yeah. how like it's gonna how certain things we have to do a little bit differently, like, you know, like yeah. in certain terms of like communication, and stuff like that. So we are like, you know, like talking about it now so that, mm. you know, it doesn't like, like blow up later, you know, so I'm super excited to be going back. And luckily, like most of the people I know are still staying here in Vegas. So it's yeah. like, there's, there's always that like option to, yeah to go back and just like, you know, go back for a weekend and visit them and stuff. So it's going to suck to like, to like leave, but I'm also super excited to go back and, you know, just work on the relationships I already had back at home, you know, yeah. reconnect with people that, you know, I may have like lost touch with over these past four years, you know, whether yeah. they're in like high school or just like other college friends, like yeah. super looking forward to, you know, rebuilding and like reconnecting with like all those, all those people, because those are just people that they were, they were there for me, like while I was going through the grind before medical school. Yeah. Man. So, you know, I, it's just with how rigorous and how busy medical school is, I haven't been able to like, you know, keep in touch with as many people as I wanted to back from back home. So it's going to, I'm super excited to go back and, you know, like hit up all those people and be like, Oh, like, you know, I live here now. Like we could like all meet up and like, hopefully like, just like, you know, reconnect, like just, like build keep building on like those relationships back home so 
super excited. I'm like kind of scared for next year because like everyone always says like you know you're the first year of residency is like a shit show and like yeah. you're actually like getting paid. You're actually in charge of like literally yeah. a person's life. So it's like it's a little scary, but but you know I'm up for the challenge and like I'm definitely looking looking forward to it for sure. Absolutely, and it's it's it is really cool because I feel like you know learning things <clears throat> is really just you know, information until you really apply it. Right. And it's cool to be like, whoa, like I, you can literally say like, you like, I did medical school. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, You're like, like, wow, I'm going to do that. Like, this is, this yeah. is something I've, you've been working for since you were little and you're just like, wow. No, yeah, exactly. I'm actually like, that. <laughs> I know. Like, I know me and my friends have been talking about it, how like our residency programs have been sending us a bunch of paperwork to like, you know, just to like, you know, like sign contracts and like offer letters or because we're starting a new job starting in June, July. And like literally every email starts with like Dr. Bayesa. I'm just like, whoa, dude, That's hold up. <laughs> I know, it's man. like, whoa, shit. <laughs> That's so it's like, like, Yeah, it's like, that. it's like looking back at like, you know, like having to like fucking sleep on like your floor for like how long? <laughs> like, And just like going through like, <laughs> just like going through all the hard classes in college and like yeah. even in high school, like mm-hmm. just like, grinding and like it's you know like it, it it definitely like I do feel like a lot of like satisfaction and like a lot of like just like I do feel proud of myself for like getting to this point because absolutely I, I'm honestly going into like a nice scenario where I get to like you know do the, the profession that I love in like the area that I want to eventually settle down in and like you know like hopefully raise a family in. so absolutely. I'm super excited like right now I'm kind of just like basking in like the whole like just like still being here in Vegas and just kind of like t- trying to take advantage of like this next month because yeah. the same thing's going to happen with these people where I'm not going to be able to like connect with them as well as I did these past four years. So kind of just trying to take advantage of the time that I have left here with them while also planning for like the future with like with Rachel and my family and everything. So it's, it's a big step, but I'm excited, man. I'm, a, I'm very excited. It is a huge step. And, and I am excited, you know, once I am fully vaccinated too, I know that we had talked about, you know, Rachel and I visiting. Oh, yeah. yeah making dude. the most of it while you're still there. And, and, yeah, and I am excited. In, in yeah. that four years, I don't even think I've been Vegas since, maybe I don't, I don't know. But I haven't been yeah. at your place. And so it'll be nice to right, kind yeah. of, you know, take that in. Oh, um, yeah, dude. You know, like, we, and, and it's it's cool because, you know, you and I have also, like, we've had, you're one of the few friends that, like, I've actually, like, we've traveled together. We've been to, oh, yeah. we've done yeah. the Seattles <laughs> and New York. We've, yeah. And it, it'll be cool to just, like, even have you, you and Rachel back. And and not only to, not just that, Raymar, but I think even, and this is just going to be just a, a praise Raymar section right here. But I think in, in more ways that then you realize that there, there are ways uh, that I've observed and, and learned through, you know, in college or living together that you've influenced me. I remember one of the things that I, I think I would talk to you and, you know, James, I'm just going to call it out. But I remember one of the things that we would talk about was like, he would always be like, yo, like, it's like, sometimes like you would like stand up when you're studying, like, even though you were tired as hell or just like yeah. these wild things. I was just like, oh, like, I've never thought about, like, I never thought. Yeah, I, mean, I like, still and, did that throughout and, medical school, and, man. Like, try, but it's cool, like, just, just yeah. even, like, seeing, you know, and that's, you know, seeing what works for you. And I'm like, I'm going to try that myself because, like, if it works for him, like, maybe, maybe, maybe not. And it was just cool, like, just even study habits and being persistent and being resilient, you talked about, and just being a competitor and, and sharing the, whether it's the stage or, or whether it's the court with you. Yeah, yeah. It's always, I know I'm going to get that dog in you, which, which absolutely, <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> Now, Raymar, it's, you know, I want to 
you know, you've given us so much in terms of your narrative and, and this is just surface level. I mean, just talking basketball and, and a little bit of your med school yeah, yeah. journey with us. Um, now this isn't going to change anything, Raymar, but uh, if you had to say anything to your 13 year old self, what would you say? Hmm, okay. I actually got a similar question to this in one of my residency interviews. Okay. And I was like, I was just like, oh shit. Uh, fuck. Ooh, like okay. I was like, yeah. It caught me off guard. But like I thought about it a little bit more. And okay. I think like so a common question that we get in our residency interviews is like, okay, like obviously tell me about your strengths, but also tell me about your weaknesses. Yeah. And stuff. And for me, like my biggest weakness was easy. It was like just asking for help basically like I feel like I'm very mm. prideful and because yeah. I have that competitive nature in me that I always want to accomplish things by myself and like yeah and you know like sometimes it works and you like feel the gratification but sometimes like I realized that it would have been better to like you know like be vulnerable and ask help from whether it was like a classmate a professor mm. a preceptor or anything but if I were to tell like talk to my 13 year old self I would probably tell them or tell him, tell, tell myself that it's okay to not be okay. So mm. like, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to like, feel like shit sometimes, because if you have those types of emotions, it just means that you care about that certain situation even more. Yeah. Like I actually just recently talked about this whole, like, like how um, thing with like one of my classmates, how like, Oh, like the opposite of love is indifference. It's not mm. hate because indifference means like you literally just don't care anymore like you have no feelings about it whatsoever mm. if you hate some if you like if you hate someone there's still like that emotion and there's that still mo- that, yep. like i love that yeah so it's like so if you have those feelings of you know of vulnerability of sadness and stuff like that like that means that you still care about it and mm. you're and if you care about something that means that you're going to be willing to work yourself um, away from it and work yourself and build yourself back up and stuff like that so it's so I would tell myself that because growing up I I kind of just always have kind of just like internalized like my problems I'm still yeah. that's still a problem that I still that I still like I'm working yeah. on you know like yeah. if I have a problem or something I usually try to just first kind of like do it myself and internalize it try and figure out a way out of it when it could be easier to just you know talk to Rachel about it talk mm-hmm. to you know talk to my friends about it talk yeah. to my preceptors about it and just and I could get I could get I could like figure out what's wrong and like how to get out of it even faster so that's something that I'm still working on and if I were to, t- to talk to my 13 year old self just like kind of like establish that mindset so yeah. that when I do go through like the problems that I have faced with it like ever since I was 13 like I would probably manage it a little bit better where you know, yeah where like I'm more I'm, I'm like I'm quicker to like get back to like my usual self Mm -hmm. so that I don't take things out on like, whether it's Rachel or my other friends, my family. And so like, I kind of, I'm kind of just like, you know, quicker to get back on my feet and like really realize what's important and everything. So that's definitely what I would tell my 13 year old self. I I love that. And I think just, you know, throw a quick thing in there is just, you know, I think even through COVID, I think we're, just as a whole in terms of oh, culturally yeah, like re- realizing yeah, throughout this past year like oh my god dude like, help mental health is, is a real thing and dude, I think- absolutely man especially after this past year like i've seen like so many like just being in rotations like you see people like 
losing people, like losing their loved ones. Like in my current rotation right now, like this, this week alone, we've had like five family discussions where like my preceptors had to tell their family like, oh, like it's probably best that we just, we just work on making the patient comfortable rather than pursuing like more treatment, treatment. Or, oh my stuff. God. So it's like, and you see the family like break down and it's just like, it's like the saddest thing. Yeah. But that's why it's so important to have people close to you that you depend on, that, that you can lean on, that, you know, are going to be there for you, are going to build you back up. And it's important to make yourself vulnerable to them so that there's a reason why they're there so that they can help you through it. And that's something that I never really like really grasped. Like, I never really grasped that concept until like yeah. probably with probably during medical school. Yeah. So like, it, so like, yeah, especially after this past year, like, it's super important to, you know, make not like to have that mindset of like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to lean on others and, and like ask for help from others. So, mm. yeah. Love it. It was beautifully said, Raymar. And it, it truly is a, you know, a testament to just showing how much you've learned and kind of wild to think that, you know, a little over uh, two months, monthish, monthish, sorry, month and a half ish. You'll be yeah. uh, not Raymar anymore, but you'll be Dr. Baeso. Like, <laughs> God, man, I'm, I'm still calling you Raymar, but God damn. No, like, yeah, I don't even know the... if I, I don't even know if I could like, like, still, like respond to that. Like if like nurses call me that, I'm just going to be like, just call me Raymar. Like, I love that. Like, like... <laughs> well, a humble man at it. And you know, Raymar, you, you're one of my closest friends and, and a roommate that, you know, in my opinion, I know that's always something that people worry about in college, at least when we were able to live with people, you know, I know yeah. different, but I remember like being blessed, not only at the dorms, but even like the apartment mates, you know, with you and Ryan adding on to me, uh, James and Mikey. So um, it's, it's incredible. I'm glad that we've had so much time to share in a lot of different spaces. And this yeah, is definitely. just a start. This is just the start of it. You know, I- I'm excited because, you know, hopefully the next time that we get to, link up it'll be you know when you're already working and 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 (laughs) things are going to be different it's going to be it's going to be super awesome to pick your brain about you know more about what's going on and just getting into other things that we didn't get to touch upon today but raymar i know especially with the way the world is in the current climate you know time is money and 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 the energy means the world so i just want to say one thank you for sharing you know your takes your narrative to to me and the audience that tune in and just know that i have a lot of love for you and i'm looking forward to linking up with you the next time man definitely man definitely thank you for having me this whole podcast that you're doing i've been following it from the background don't i've been watching man but it's been super dope it's been super dope to see you bring like all these different people from all these different walks of life like share their stories it's been super dope man like i usually I usually try to listen just like when I'm like on the way to work or something like appreciate just like that. something to yeah dude it's it's been dope man I appreciate what you're doing and I'm sure a lot of people would too as well so thank you Meets for that. the world coming from you and I'll talk to you <laughs> soon Raymar I love you man for sure man for sure